sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is Tom Sides. How are you doing, big man? I am... I'm... I'm in a state. I I had a weekend, and I Did am, you? Yeah, and it's starting to hit me now. So, like, God bless him. My buddy Josh came into town. Josh, we've had on the podcast. My oldest friend in the world. Like, I've known him literally his entire life. Came for a visit, and I took him to various bars, and I took him to, like, around downtown Halifax. Like, it was a nice short and sweet. Came in Friday. I had to work, so I couldn't take the day off, so I couldn't spend the whole day with him. But I got in there, had dinner, we went for drinks, and then we just like, but it was just like nice to reconnect with like a familiar, like an old friend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's nothing like it, especially yeah. for you being like a man of the world, disappearing into different parts of the country randomly. It had to have felt nice to just have that familiarity, that home sense, right? There's certain yeah. people that you just get that with that are. You know, they're your boys or or uh, ladies or family, whatever. But it's just nothing like it, right? Yeah, and I got it was just so nice to have him. We had like a couple dinners. We went out for drinks. I took him to a Mooseheads game, and nice. then uh, I had to wake up early this morning to take him to the airport. But like now, like 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 the because we kind of just didn't stop drinking. Like yeah, we go out. We went to the casino afterwards. Did some gambling. And then, like, the casino bar closes at, like, 3.30 in the morning, and we left there at, like, 3. Go back to the hotel, uh, like, 3.30, passed out. You win anything? <laughs> uh, I, I was able to break even. And, like, Nothing I went up. I went up to about, like, 175, and then I tried to do some dangerous bets, and they didn't fucking go my way. And then I went down to, like, $25, and then I got back up to 100 and then I called it a day. Nice. You got to take the risk when you get up. You're like, I have nothing to lose. I came here to have fun. And then if you hit, you're hitting fucking big, right? Well, that's the thing, right? Like, I'm not sure. Are you a blackjack guy? I've played, but I'm not a blackjack guy, no. So, like, the dealers show in, like, a jack, and I got two nines. So, on two nines, you split. Yeah. And, like, I hit 19 on both of them. So, I was like, fuck yeah. But I had bet, like, $55 on one. And then to split, you have to bet another $55. So I split that, hit 19 on both. And I'm like, please just be anything less than 19. And yeah. of course, the fucking dealer 20. hits 20. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> like for fucks, because it would have been a huge payout. I would have been like, fuck yeah, doggy, that's good cake. But, yeah, you know, it wasn't in the cards for me. And then I, I, won my, I won back up the money I started with. And I was like, you know what, right there, that's enough. And then it yeah. was a good time. It's good having fun. That's what you have to do. Like people that go gambling and like fucking lose bank, you're like, just go with your set amount. If you lose it, you lose it. If you, you know, if you go up, down, up, down, and you end up with the same, that's a fucking win in my books. Yeah. And it was a good time. Like Josh uh, went away with like 70, 85, up, up 85, 90 bucks or something like that. Bought a couple Nothing rounds of drinks. And then, uh, but like, I was like telling him how to bet too like because you're not familiar with blackjack and there's like certain rules and i'm just like listen yeah 
according to the book, this is what you should do. But like, I, I would need one of those guys for sure if I was playing blackjack because yeah. I'm not that knowledgeable, right? Yeah, and you'd be like, ah, man, like I don't want to tell you what to do, but this is what I would do. Like they're for showing sure. four, fourteen, you have twelve. Don't hit. They have to hit. So like, like if you don't hit, the likelihood of them hitting something larger than whatever they need is a lot higher. So like. Yeah, cards odds make sense. Like if you even if you've played poker, you can kind of take that knowledge in of how many cards there is, the odds of hitting numbers and shit like that. You can kind of you apply that math, right? Yeah. And then there was like a dumb like I shouldn't have hit and I did and then I fucking busted and like Say I was like you. yeah, but it was just like, you know, it's like that scene in Austin Powers where you're just like I too like to live dangerously. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> no, yeah. it's awesome though that you guys had a good time. Yeah, no, it was really great. And then, like, to reconnect, and we took him to a, uh, he took us actually, he took me and Hillary to a nice restaurant Saturday night. Um, fuck, he's just the best, man. Like, uh, having him here, like, it, like, it's one thing, right? Like, you can talk to you, like, new friends and all that stuff, but like, I've known him forever, and it was just that familiar familiarity that just, fuck, I didn't know how much I needed to see a friendly face until he showed up and it was fucking awesome. That's nice. Yeah. You, how was your weekend? It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, busy, uh, busy, busy, busy. It was kind of nice. Uh, we hadn't uh, seen a lot of family lately and my dad's birthday was Saturday. So we were able to get, go to like a little family get together over at my brother's place, which was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh's kids, uh, Avery and Ethan Avery was able to come and she brought her daughter now Amelia who's my great niece which is pretty cool so we're like getting everything ready to go we made a the jalapeno popper dip that we're kind of famous for in the family now everybody wants us to bring it when we go to family events and it was kind of like uh, uh, Josh and Laura were making the chili everybody else can bring the sides in more ways uh, than one obviously uh, how old is Amelia she's three now it's a little bit too soon to be saying she's great like she's got some time left <laughs> She's probably an okay niece at best. I like it. Um, yeah, Thomas doesn't know how hereditary family stuff works. No, I'm just joking. But anyways, yeah, it was kind of fun. So we're getting all ready to go. And I'm on this, like, free site in my neighborhood. I've actually picked up some decent things off of it. People just post, like, giving away things in the neighborhood, right? So I, How many I Christmas it. houses? No Christmas houses this time, but I'll get into Christmas houses in a little bit. Oh, I have a wild story for you to do with that. Um, so anyways, I open it up. It is a house coincidentally, but it was a doll house that someone was giving away that the kids had outgrown and we are actually on the way to see a little girl. So I was like, holy fuck. And I messaged on, on it and the people were like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Like it's yours. Come grab it. So it's on the way to Josh's house. We drive, pick it up, take it over there. I, before we get there, I'm like, fuck, it's huge. I, I like get up to the front door to pick it up. And the goddamn thing is like way bigger than it looked in the pictures. So I'm like, this is like a huge piece of furniture. So I call Avery and I'm like, Hey, um, so kind of did a thing. We picked up this gigantic dollhouse for your daughter. And Avery was like, fuck yes. I don't have one for her. That's like the one thing I haven't gotten around to getting for her yet. Like that's so awesome. Like Avery, like it's pretty big. I don't care. It's awesome. I'm so happy. So we ended up stopping. We had we hadn't seen Avery since Christmas. She was really sick around Christmas time and couldn't make it out. So then we stopped. We'd already had Christmas presents for her and for uh, her daughter. 
So we stop and grab a couple dolls so that she can have something to play with at the dollhouse at Josh's. We get over there. It's like this awesome dollhouse. She's like, it just worked out so perfectly. And it was meant to be funny when those things kind of like come together like that. Right. Mm -hmm. But it was uh, a cool moment. So we had fun. We hung out with family. We watched the Oilers play a game. They just couldn't get a head on. And it was a good time. Scrap for me, this dollhouse in my head, I'm imagining like, the McAllister house in Home Alone. Uh, it's similar. There, It's like a cut in half house. So there's no front to it. It's just like the house itself. But there's like uh, four rooms, I believe. And then there's a staircase that went from the main floor to the second floor. So you could like walk the dolls up the floor and then enter from either side. Because I think there was a staircase on either side. Like a living room, a kitchen, uh, and then bedroom areas upstairs. So it, it's legit. It's a pretty cool dollhouse. Every little girl should have a dollhouse. You know what I mean? It's just that the imagination thing. She was over there with her dolls, like having fun. She walked it, the dolls that we got her came with a little dog. She was walking it around the house. And needless to say, she probably slept very good for Avery last night because of all the excitement of people and stuff like that. Very good little girl, very well behaved and just, you know, what you nice. expect from a three-year-old. So it was awesome to be able to do that kind of thing. That's awesome. How does your dad deal with being a great grandfather? He loves it for sure. Yeah. It's a, a hoot, right? It just brings you joy. Like he said at one point, he's like, it's just amazing to me to see all the generations here, you know, because obviously he had us, he remembers us being babies. I remember Avery being a baby and he remembers Avery being a baby. Now her baby is growing into a human and it's just like being in that situation. You just sit back in awe. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, uh, Avery had either just had Amelia or was just saying she's pregnant at your uh we- not wedding uh engagement party. Yeah, I guess that yeah, that would have been 2019, yeah. No. That would that have been the lot, time. That was like one of the well not the last time I saw you but one of the last times. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that's 100% accurate because she would have uh uh, she had Amelia in January of 2020, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so that, that all, time. yeah. Okay, so that all works out. Yeah, and like I yeah. was able to be in Edmonton with like literally my family, so I was able to work out that we got to celebrate with you, even when it was for like a little bit because we had. Yeah, that no, was awesome. I have the pictures. I was looking through old pictures recently, and it was kind of fun seeing that. It's cool, man. Like, I don't know. Time passes oddly sometimes in life when you're doing your own thing, and then like literally Avery's daughter's three now and she's in the age where she's talking lots and she's just discovering the world and you're like it's mind-blowing and she looks so much like her mother it's fucking crazy like when they left me and Josh were just like holy shit like she's just she's your daughter but the next generation you know what I mean like there's aspects Mm -hmm. of her dad and her obviously too but they're just spinning image of her mother which is a cool thing and it's like a sides thing too because Jen has like there's a certain similarities between Jennifer and Avery being sides women. <clears throat> and now I see that being passed on to Amelia, the next generation that goes back up the other direction too. Right. Yeah. So it's just super interesting seeing the family connection like that. It's cool. And, Je- and Jen brought her boys. Yeah. Yeah. They were there too. Nice. They're getting teenage, <clears throat> teenage trouble. You know how that is. Her uh, oldest Mason brought his girlfriend. They've been to get up together for just about a year now. Oh, good for him. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. He's 15 going on 16, so 
Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah. It was fun. I always enjoy uh, hanging out with the boys. They're good kids, yeah. too. Little shit yeah, sometimes. It, it, it's funny that you brought up, like, teenage, like, shenanigans. Because, like, last night or the night before, I can't remember, the Conan will blended it together. Josh <laughs> and I were stumbling from the bar. And we see, like, a group of guys, like, 19 to 22, somewhere in that range. Yeah, it was, like, Saturday night. Yeah, Friday night, because we were going to casino. And yeah. so uh, you just see these guys, like, stumbling and all that stuff. And they grab, like, construction cones. And they, like, place it on top of parked cars. And I was fucking dying of laughter. Because <laughs> that was the finest display of, like, boys will be boys. Because I remember me being a drunk idiot at 18, 19, 20, fucking picking up a traffic cone and just bringing, putting it somewhere fucking stupid. And, like, I think Martin had, like, a traffic cone in his car for, like, the longest time from, like, a drunk evening out <laughs> that, like, he was the sober driver and he drove us all, but, like, one of us fucking put a cone in his car for some dumb fucking reason. And to this day, it's still there. Like, that's fucking, like, you know how it goes. Some things never change, and boys will be boys. That's just how fucking life works. I love that, too. Like, how quickly we become the old guys watching the next generation. Like, hey, you little sons of bitches. I used to do that. And then you're the old guy going, oh, back in my day, I used to do that. (laughs) I was just, like, laughing with Josh, just going, like, it's so funny how, like, we all have the same fucking idea because you're just fucking around with your friends. And it's like, boys will be boys. Like you said, it's like an innocent little fucking thing. It's annoying to the car owner. Sure. But that's all it is. (laughs) And they probably laugh a little bit too. Like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I remember, like I was telling Josh, like there, we used to party at this one guy's house, but on the way back to his house, there was a house that had like a, their own park bench. And we would just take it and move it all the time. We just put it in weird places. Like one time we put it on top of a hedge. Uh, One time we just put it, like, just turned it around and faced it the other way. Like, just like minorly inconvenienced. And then, like, we stopped doing it because it stopped being funny to us. But, like, it was just a thing we did. Oh, when I was 19, I did the same thing rearranging gardens. People yeah. would have all the statues in their gardens, and you take what out of one garden bed and put it into another. I haven't thought of that in years, but yeah. drunken shenanigans. We're not damaging anything. We're super respectful. But the person comes out, and they're like, didn't I fucking have that over there? <laughs> like, yeah, it, and that's all it was. It was just like the minor fuck with. It wasn't mean. It wasn't malicious, and it wasn't like damaging property. Sure, you're trespassing a little bit, but yeah. like, yeah, it was just like the kind of shenanigans that you would get into as a drunk idiot teenager. 100%. We all went through that stage, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Kind of funny how that works. It's but a lot funny how that works. Yeah. Um, so I want to tell you a funny story, just quickly, because you brought up, is that okay, or did you have something else? No, no, no. Go talk about your Christmas houses. Okay. So we go to buy some Christmas houses. <laughs> I told you about this pre-podcast last episode. Man, I've never been so overwhelmed in my life. It was a glimpse to my future. We walked in there. I I, sorry, I just have to stop you real quick. You didn't tell me pre-podcast last week. You told me during the podcast. We spent 10 minutes talking about Christmas. Yeah, it was during podcast. Okay, just go. (laughs) So we walk into this house, go down to the basement. There was a lineup to get into the house to start out. 
So we were in a line of like 15 people waiting to go. We had to get like a couple people out to get a couple people in. So we stood out the side of this place for like 45 minutes. We continually see people walking out with Christmas houses. And we're like, oh, for fuck's sake, there's not going to be any left. What the fuck? We go in yeah. finally. We get in there. I shit you not, Thomas. There's about 1,500 Christmas houses in boxes. Like 1,500. It was so fucking overwhelming. It was like flabbergasting. Like these things run new in the store from 50 to a hundred dollars a piece. And they were asking $20 a house. So we ended up scooping up like six of them, something like that. And then we called it a day. We're like, we got some pretty good ones. We don't, we're not rich people. We can't break bank here. So let's just get this and go. So we leave and we're like, fuck, we're going to have to go back. We didn't get enough. We're going to have to go back later at like 3.30 or 4 when it's going to close so we can, you know, get a little bit better bang for our buck because they're like, hey, it's almost done. Whatever's left, we'll sell for a little bit cheaper. So we, we decided we're going to leave and I'm like, we haven't eaten breakfast. We just kind of went over there after the podcast. And I was like, let's go get a bite to eat at Tim Hortons. So we're on the white mud about 122nd and we see a dog running on the white mud trying to get hit by cars. And so I, I saw this on your Facebook. I wanted to ask you about it. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah, so we being the dog lovers that we are, we couldn't let this fucking dog die. So we start ch- following him in the SUV. He uh, is dodging all over the place. We pulled ahead of him, got out of the car, and we're like, come here, boy. And he just wouldn't. He was too scared. He just ran fucking blasted right past us. So we must have done this about 20 times. We followed this dog for an hour all over several different neighborhoods trying to defend him from getting hit by cars because he was just like running as fast as he could. And a big fucking dog too. He's probably like 140 pounds. Um, they're just thick as can be. Right. So we're chasing this dog. Finally, he gets tired. He trusts me enough for me to get close to him. And I'm like, it's okay, but I like just talking him off down. Like, it's okay. I'm not going to hurt you. It's okay. It's okay. Got down on my knees and he, he kind of sat down too and was like, okay, I'm done running. So I went over to him and like started petting him. I was able to pick him up. I, he, I couldn't kind of guide him. He didn't have a leash or a collar on or anything. I couldn't guide him to our SUV. So I ended up having to pick him up. I go to pick him up the first time and I'm like, holy fuck, he's heavy. I couldn't do it right away. So I took a deep breath. I was like, Sean, if you don't pick this fucking dog up, he's going to die. So I like used all my might, grabbed the son of a bitch, walk him over to the SUV, toss him in the back. We uh, go to a pet store to get him a leash and a collar so that we can take him to the vet to get his ears checked to see if he has chips. So we go buy a fucking collar and a leash for this dog. We go and uh, take him into the vet. They can't find a chip. He's got nothing on him. We're like, for fuck's sakes. I knew he was a, a owned dog, like someone's dog who loved him because he was fat. And he knew shake a paw and other paw and how to heal and stuff like that. When I had him on his leash, I was trying all this stuff out and he knew it all. So I was like, somebody loves this dog. He's not just a a runaway or a stray. So we post on all of the sites in Edmonton, the lost dog sites. We ended up taking him back to Crystal's parents' house because they were out of town for the weekend. And so we were like, we'll take him over there so we don't have to have him interact with our dogs just in case he doesn't like other dogs. Like we don't know this dog from Jack, right? So we're sitting around and hundreds of people are sharing my post all throughout the neighborhoods. And sure enough, it reaches the owners. And I guess somebody opened their back gate and let the dog out and didn't give a fuck. 
And so we ended up driving. I've, the guy messaged me and was like, where are you? I'll come, I'll come get my dog right now. I just got to stop at the bank to get a hundred dollars for you guys. And I was like, buddy, don't worry. I just wish someone would do that for my dogs if they got out. So we drove, he gave us the address and we drove the dog home and it was kind of bittersweet too. Cause he was such a sweet boy. <laughs> We're like, but we got to spend a nice day with him. I worry now that he's going to be like, I'm going to fucking break out all the time. These people like picked me up in their vehicle. They drove me around the city. They got me a pup cup from Tim Hortons. <laughs> did, but, did, okay. uh, did, what you do with the leash and collar? It's in our car now for other stray dogs that we find. I like that. Yeah. That's smart. We want to be prepared, man. We're dog owners. I would not be able to fucking sleep at night if I saw a stray dog and I didn't try to help them. I'm not that guy. I will. I don't like, we had so many plans that day. We were supposed to go get crystal glasses. We had all these like plans. Second, we saw a dog. Every fucking plan we had went out the window and it was like, we're going to save this dog. It's just who we are, what we do. I would never, ever leave a fucking dog behind. If I can save one, I will. Yeah. So fucking, Hey, that's uh, some good Samaritan shit right there. It felt good. I don't know what to say. Like it wasn't, I don't do it for anything. It was just, I, like I said, if my dogs got out, I would wish that someone would stop them or try, you know, just make an attempt. And I've seen your dogs. Your dogs are going nowhere fast, buddy. <laughs> Pretty much. You'd be surprised. Basset hounds can haul ass. They catch rabbits. They eat rabbits. Yeah. That's what they hunt. So like you yeah. can't catch no fucking rabbit. <laughs> and if basset hounds can catch a rabbit, that's our, like, it's the biggest fear of any dog owner is losing your dog. You know well, what I, mean? I I don't want to. I don't want to. I share a story with you, and I don't want to. My mom doesn't come off in a good light in this story because it was a silly mistake on her part. Yeah. So I'm living in Edmonton, or I'm living in Vancouver, and I get like a call from the local vet. Um the local vet uh, near my mom's house saying like, we have Foley. He's safe. Uh, Can you come pick him up? And I went like, I'm in Edmonton. I'm going to try and reach my mom. And she's the one that lives. Because like we put down multiple phone numbers for them. Like like, I'm in Edmonton. I, I, uh, I can't, I can't come get him obviously, but I'll, uh, I'll reach out to my mom and all this. And I can't reach my mom. She's not answering the phone. I'm like, fuck. How is she not answering the phone? Like I call, like, like you know, you know when you like over call, like this is like you're panicking, like, yeah, <laughs> and, and like fucking nothing, no answer, no answer, no answer. So like my mom that day was having a fucking day, she was just off, so she forgot to properly close the front door or something. Uh, so maybe she closed it, but it just stayed a little bit open and. Those dogs, like, we, we still had Stella then, uh, obviously, in the Foley. But we have, like, a little chain guardrail. So so stay, Stella can't get out. But Foley can leap this fucking wall, no problem. The guy's a fucking athlete. So, he, so what I imagine happened is my mom forgot to close the door properly. One of the dogs opened it and just had a wide-open door all fucking day. And my mom went to work. And then on top of it, she left her phone at home. And so, like, so, like, here I am thinking, like, the worst happened. Like, someone broke in the house, (laughs) killed my mom, left the fucking body, and then, like, left the door open and the dogs escaped. Which happens. That shit happens. 
No, it just turned out that my mom was just having a really fucking off day. <laughs> and, and I fucking reached out, I'm like, Ma, where have you been? She's just like, I was at work. I forgot my phone at home. And I can't find Foley. I'm like, yeah, because you left. He's at the vet. <laughs> She's like, how is he at the vet? I don't know. How is he at the vet? I don't live there right now. You tell me. <laughs> That's awesome. I like like I hesitate to tell that story. Like it's funny now, but like yeah, at the time but, like, it was horrendous. I'm sure. <laughs> and you're just like Jesus Christ. So like, you know, like an off day. Like I've had bad days. Like you leave a copy, a cup, a cup of coffee on the hood of your car, or you know, like those like moments. Uh, yeah, I paid. I have paid twenty dollars for a cup of coffee and not received the coffee and not received the change and just drove off. Like, uh, yeah, yeah this two fifty. Here's a twenty, and I. Yeah, I've <laughs> just... seen that happen before as well, and experienced that firsthand on everything you just spoke of. But not yeah. like it, even that too with your what your mom did. Josh did that to me when I was a kid. So I get home from school one day, and my childhood dog's not in the house. And oh, I'm sure. like, uh, I like call him. I call him. I freak out. Like, where the fuck? Is he? Turns out when Josh left for work in the morning, who was like sixteen years old, going to do landscaping. He let my dog out. The, like he left the door open, and the dog out, ran out behind him, and he just left and left the door open. So I thought the worst. I got home from school, I was like, "Someone kicked the fucking door open. Where's my dog?" And like, call the SBCA. This is in Lloydminster. We were living there, so it's a pretty small town, but it's also like you're close to the country. So if your dog decides to run towards the fields instead of towards the city, you're just never going to see them again. That's just how it works. But thank goodness, um, it was kind of fucked up. Actually, my dog went back to his previous owner's house who had moved and there was another family living there. And so they phoned the SPCA and said, Hey, there's this dog here. And I, I went and I, I knew the address cause I'd like gotten all the information from him. So I later on figured out that it was his old house. He went back to be like returned to his family that gave him up for adoption. Mm-hmm. And when I went to pick him up, that's when he truly became my dog and never ran away ever again because he knew I came back for him and they'd fucking abandoned him. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of funny, the same kind of thing where you just lapse a judgment and it just happens. You know what I mean? It goes over your head and you're like, just, oh. just, just like a mentally off day. Like, yeah, that's just all it was. We all it's have just... them. It's just life, right? Being a human, you can't right. fucking be perfect. <laughs> but it sucks when no. you're in living. In and, and I, yeah, and I don't want to shit on my mom. Like, that's not what I wanted to tell this it story didn't come for. Off that way at all. <laughs> I was just like, it was just like a bad day for her, and then yeah. like. The fact that she, like, on top of it, didn't bring her phone with her. But, like, the, like, so, like, the blessings in that is, like, Foley was okay. Stella just stayed at the house, right? Because she couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And and then no one robbed us, which was hilarious. That's a bonus, yeah. <laughs> the door was wide open and no one was home. But I guess if, like, the door's open... Like people you would think, assume, yeah. You think that there's someone there. You don't assume, yeah. Burglars mm. often don't go into open doors; they only go into closed ones. It's a weird. Like, what's the thrill for them? If there's no mm. break and enter, if it's just enter, where's the thrill, right? Oh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's funny. Um, I don't want to really touch on this because we don't know what happened yet. But I have a killer pun for you. I'd want to say. And I've been, I just thought of it a few seconds ago while you were talking. I wasn't, not that I wasn't listening. It's just, I was like curious if I should bring it up or not talk about it. 
but I just want to touch on it very lightly and then we'll carry on. Is that okay? You ready for this? Is it, how, little... can I guess what, can I, can I guess what it is? <sighs> just don't ruin this for me, but yeah. You I guess. just, I just want to know if it has anything to do with getting crystal glasses. No, nothing. I like that though. That's oh. funny. And I get it now. Cause like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I hear that the MCU is having some major problems. I hope that things get sorted out. <sighs> yeah. Fuck. Fuck, hey. I Ooh. Man, and he's doing okay. <sighs> he's acting really well in these movies. Like you saw the end of Loki and you haven't even seen what he no. did in Ant-Man 3. Now, like Oh man, like they're gonna have to film this in a different fucking world, in a different multiverse to release this shit. It's the only way. I just I don't see how there's a fucking happy ending here. Because you either go the route of Johnny Depp where you just cut, fire everything, cut it off. Maybe he's right, maybe he didn't fucking do anything. But because all this shade yeah. is on him, like the mouse ain't gonna be happy about this. No, and like the mouse fires, man. They they, yeah, they Disney the doesn't deal with shit. It, though, right? They have to and like I, I'm not, you, we don't know shit. So I don't like, we've talked about this in the past. We're not part of, we don't want to be part of like the canceling of culture because we don't fucking know any facts, but it yeah. just, anytime there's any shade that happens on something you love, it's hard. And like, we've talked in the past too, about if we enjoy someone's acting, do we have to be like, take their personal life into consideration as to who, what they made. But in like these cases of society in today's world, like you can also stand up for something that's fucking terrible. If something terrible happened. So it's mm-hmm. just you just have to sit back and wait and see how this all develops. But Jesus Christ! L- listen, I don't want to be a part of a court of like the well, the no. people's court. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, that's why I didn't even want to touch on it. Didn't even want to talk about it. But I had that killer pun, so I just had to fucking bring it up. But I'm done. Major problems. Yeah. Well, it's good. It's good. Like that is a headline right there. That is yeah. the headline. Marvel. The MCU has some major problems. That is exactly. the fucking headline. Yeah, it is. But um, it's just shitty, right? And you find out that it was a woman that he allegedly strangled. We just don't know. And we always want to protect the innocent if that's the case. Like, that's literally what fucking Marvel represents is yeah. protecting the innocents in the world. So we'll just have to wait and see how it all unfolds and go from there. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Like, I remember, like... Lee posted something about that this morning, uh, last night, and I didn't read it yet. Like I just thought yeah. he beats a guy up. Yeah, like no, I like like you. Know, I thought he went like pure like Russell Crowe and just beat up like a paparazzi. Some serious That's... allegations being thrown his way right now. And then I, I went so I like you know what? Maybe the guy deserved to be beat up. And then I read what actually happened, and I went, never mind, never mind what I just said. Nope. Nope, do not do not take what I said to heart. Please delete yeah. these me- delete these messages. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and now I put it out there on a podcast that I but like the point the point I'm making is let's wait to see what happens like and if it does turn out to be fucking true or and all this stuff, that fucking sucks. Like yeah. it sucks cuz we idolize we idolize everyone and he was having such a killer career. Like yeah. he had Number one and number two at the box office for multiple weeks with Ant Man three and Creed three, yeah. And it, it's 
fame can be a bitch, man, of uh, how people process it and stuff like that. It, it can be hard. Um, yeah. And we don't know. It, I don't want to jump to conclusions, like I said. Yeah. It's just we don't fucking know. And, We're just and also, those. We don't all, of these, all of these celebrities are under a microscope, right? Like, 100%. Like, you can't do anything wrong nowadays. And, yep. and like, and you have you some do, people... Like, do something terrible like that we shouldn't fucking support someone you know what i mean if that's the case if it is yeah. allegations are legit i don't fucking condone that shit that's for sure yeah so if they have to recast him i hope they recast someone with the exact same level of acting chops because what he was fucking bringing to the table awesome like yeah. the, like aside just talking as the actor he brought yeah. some fucking he was really fucking destroying that role. Yeah. I like the faces that we're making at each other whilst trying to, like, touch on something. <laughs> it's, I, well, yeah, you got to navigate so carefully, right? Oh, like, like, I don't it, think it, we it, have to so much because it's not like we have 100,000 followers and people are watching and listening to every word we say. No, but I... But it's still like you don't want to be like I fucking love that guy. Please don't be guilty of this, please. No, no. But there's like also like there are people that will go back and fucking you said this in 2007. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. And so like there's that. Like pretty much. And so and that's the other thing with what's weird with what today's council culture is like. I'm okay. Well, first and foremost, I'm not the guy from 2007. If yeah. I if I'm still that fucking guy, then I haven't done growing properly. There's nothing worse than seeing people apologize for a joke they made like 20 years ago. You're like, no. everybody was making that joke at the time. I'm sorry. No. Please don't ruin my fucking life for it. Yeah, but like that's but, why Bill Burr does it best. Like Bill Burr does a thing. He says what he wants to say, and he puts it all in public. And sir, he'll say some off color stuff. But if you don't, if you just ignore the internet for three days. It goes away. Some, yeah. It goes away. Something else is going to happen. Yeah, 100%. It's just the world we live in. And it is what it is. I mean, if you're going to be funny, you got to say stupid shit sometimes. I'm no, I'm not immune to this. I say stupid shit all the time just mm-hmm. to get a tiny little laugh, forgetting that this is being broadcast publicly. <laughs> but hey, yeah. that's just what we do here at Two Sides of the well, well, we we aim to entertain one another, right? So that's exactly. just how it goes. And in that, we hope to entertain others with the entertainment of one another. Very and much. so it's like that domino effect. But, like, I don't know. Some people don't have our sense of humor, which is also just as okay. It sucks to suck, let's just say. Yeah. But, no, that's a, that's a major bummer. Yeah, nice. <laughs> He's coming to the dark side. I very much like it. Hey, another fun thing. What do you think of the whole Jar Jar Banks fucking situation? I haven't watched The Mandalorian. Okay, I, I, I haven't all over I, the internet. I, I haven't watched The Mandalorian uh, this season yet either because I just got through Last of Us. I'm watching Picard. I'm watching. Yeah, there's so many shows. Uh, like, like I just finished. But you know what I'm talking and, about, and I want. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, talking about. And I'm happy about this. Yeah. This is... I love it when there's redemption for someone, especially someone who's done nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now this guy's like, he apparently he was committing suicide because he got so much fucking hate for Jar Jar Binks. And the yeah. hate was thick back then. Fuck, was it thick? Everybody well, that's, hated him. That, that's why I don't like being way too critical on like movies and shit. Like, I will most likely tell you like why it's good. Unless it's Waterworld. Um, 
I don't group hate shit either. I form my own opinions, and that's what people no. are so guilty of doing. They don't even have the facts, and they hate something because. Of, but like Jar Jar Binks was pretty rough. But 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 no. But here's the thing with, with Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks isn't a character for fifteen year old Sean when that came out. No, or fourteen year old Sean. You know who he was for? The six year old, nine year old Thomas. Yeah, he was for nine year old Thomas when that came out. That was nineteen ninety nine when that came out. Yeah, I was nine years old. That was comic relief. I enjoyed. I, but like when I asked my dad, I go, "Dad, do you find Jar Jar funny?" He goes, "No, I found him annoying." And yeah. that's the thing, right? And Star Wars, Star Wars at its core is for kids. To be honest, like there's no bad language. It's the it's that superhero kind of story. It's that good. Jar Jar Binks was the Wesley Crusher of Star Wars, where if you were in the right age oh. bracket, you loved him. If you were in the wrong age bracket, you hated him. And that's I would agree with that. What's that? And he was just oh no, I agree with you what you're yeah. saying. It's I and I have argued the point a, a, a hundred times that I would much rather be stuck if I was stuck in a starship. I would much rather be stuck with Jar Jar Binks than C three PO. I get that. It's a 50-50 on that one, a coin, real coin toss. But it's similar, like, and that's just the era of people, like, the 70s when Star Wars came out, all of those guys were, like, the law. We are the law of what Star Wars should represent. And then Jar Jar came out for their children, and they were like, fuck that guy. But, like, and then, so basically what we're saying for the people who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, because we didn't actually tell anybody what we're talking about yet, he was recast. And he saves like a very important character in the Mandalorian and has his like redemption scene where it's like he's saving a character that everybody adores and loves. And so yeah. now he's being the actor who played Jar Jar Binks is now playing this Jedi who is now beloved by all Star Wars fans for the role that he plays in saving a character that everyone loves. Yeah. And I also want to take a minute to shout out the Star Wars podcast um, because they recently did a. I think I talked to you about this already. They recently did like a Where's Jar Jar podcast. Like they did like a, they treated it like a private of eye. Uh, yeah, I remember you saying, saying and, something about that. And I didn't it, get the concept of it, but yeah, you should give it a honestly give it a listen. I did. It was that it was for one. If you're like remotely a Jar Jar fan, it's a great listen. Devin yeah. Stone shows up in it, reading a passage from a book where he like like a the only time like Jar Jar Binks also shows up. And like, but all, all but all this stuff. What I'm saying is, it's good on the boys from Star uh, Stark Wars because that means they're on the fucking pulse of what's happening. Because like they gave justice to this guy, which is great because that means Jar Jar's back and part probably in the conversation again. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see this character show up somewhere down the line again, as but not as like this Jedi, but as Jar Jar Binks again, because. To some people, he was a fan favorite, and I've rewatched the the prequels a whole bunch of times. I'm still like that. I can revert back to the nine year old I yeah. was. It wasn't when that Jar Jar bit. Like there was it wasn't. Parts where, there's parts where you're like, "Fuck!" Because I rewatched them too as an adult, and like, I, there's he's, not that. Bad. He's a lovable. Fucking... He's a lovable clumsy moron that fails yeah. his way upward. If that yeah. doesn't describe Thomas Sides, then I don't know what fucking else does. <laughs> That's funny. So, no, I, um, yeah, so, like, real quick here, like, check out the Star Wars uh, Where is Jar Jar Banks episode, because it's worth it, like, not just you, but our other listeners. If you support us, you should support them, too. The great couple guys. I've guessed on a few of their episodes. Great fucking dudes. So, well, good on the guys. Who- to other, like, people out there. 
quick shout out to Ed of uh, Ponzer Kings. I hear he's going through a really fucking rough patch based on some of the shit I saw on Instagram recently. So I go like his page, check out his music, follow his, his content. He's a really good dude. And he like came on our show and kind of like put an olive branch out there to a couple of guys who aren't nearly on the level of uh, fame that he is, but it just going through some shit and, you know, it never hurts to have some support. His music's fucking on point. I listen to it weekly. So check out yeah. Monster Kings and throw that guy some love if you have some time. Absolutely. Ed, Ed's a fucking sweetheart. Yeah. Um, actually, when Josh was in town, he we were talking about, like, that particular episode of the podcast because Josh listens every week. Yeah. And, like, he was talking about, like, that probably was one of our best. Like, just, like, a legitimate... I thought, like... Having Ed on made us seem like an actual podcast. Not that our other episodes don't, but like, yeah, I, I think you and I both came in. We're going to be fucking professional. You, you and I even dressed up for the fucking occasion. Yeah. We're both wearing <laughs> button downs. And here I am in a hockey jersey, and you're probably still in pajama pants. Star Trek shirt, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, it is like, it just, he really took a like leap of faith with us, and it showed us how much we've come to. You know, like we are podcast hosts. We can interview people. We don't need to know someone to have them on the show to make good content. You know, mm-hmm. and it, it flexes muscles in us that we knew we had. And like we've often we know people, but when they come on the show, obviously, and he was one where neither of us knew him, and it was just fun. Obviously, we were both fucking hardcore fanboys at the time for some yeah. reason, a leap of faith on us. But like we appreciated it, and like you know, just yeah. wanted to put that out there. No, so shout out to Ed too, and I hope. Uh... You uh, come out on top of what you're going through, buddy. Indeed. But yeah, switching but yeah. gears. Um, any you win anything good at Tim Hortons yet, big guy? Because I did. What did you Roll win? The ring. Biggest win, win in my life for Tim Hortons. What did you win? A twenty five dollar gift card. That's fucking sick, buddy. Isn't that fucking awesome? I never. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? I actually won something that's not a coffee. Okay. Now, let's go into this, because you and I had a fucking hard talk about this uh, early on in the podcast. Yeah. And I got to tell you, still not a fucking fan of the app. You know what they made it so you can do now, which I thought is so fucking stupid. Okay. Oh, man. I got a rant on this shit, too. So. Can I go first? Because I fucking. You You brought it down. Yeah. Because this is where I get upset. Know what they took away? The winning streak. The winning streak. That was the greatest fucking thing about getting the live cup. Because if you had a free cup, a free coffee, you could try and win another free coffee. And you can, then that fucking streaks in you. And then it brought you to, to Tim Hortons. Know what you can't do when you win a free coffee? You can't roll up the rim again because you don't get a free fucking roll up with a free fucking coffee. What the fuck is that about? No I'm shit. actually pissed. Like I, I, like you can see, I'm getting louder. And yeah, I, I, no, I, I didn't but, even know that. But now that you mention it, I did check, and I had zero roll ups after I got the free coffee. Yeah, in my roll up, and I was like, weird. And, which I didn't and, know they and, actually did that. That's so. Funny. And and if you use your points to buy a coffee, you don't get a free roll up. So what? all the money, all the money that I spent earning those fucking points, I don't get a fucking free roll up. Tim Hortons, get your fucking shit together. Bring it back to what it was, or at least make it what it was on the fucking app. I For like sure. that I can. What I do kind of like is you'll get additional rolls if you buy more shit. Like let's say you buy a sandwich and a soup and a, and a coffee, you get three fucking rolls. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but you took away the winning streaks. Yeah, that sucks. There was nothing better than going like, 
dude, I don't know what it is this season. I got 21 in a row. Yeah. And that happened to me once. 21 in a row. It was just free coffee after free coffee after free coffee after free coffee after free coffee. It brings, like, the sporting aspect to it of, like, hockey and, like, what it is. Like, you can have a win streak, you know? I I I didn't know they did that. Yeah, I used to keep the the win loss ratio on my Facebook page. Nice. Like it was like this season's roll up the rim. So far, one and zero, oh. <laughs> two and zero. Oh. All right, two and one. We're taking a dip. That's two funny. and two. Boy. Oh, just won a donut. Three and two. We're doing it well makes this it season. Like that tally, right? And what I like about it is that he unites the country because it's like a strictly Canadian thing. I was talking like to Louis and Devin about like Tim Hortons because. They were listening to a recent episode of ours where you and I were just talking about Tim Hortons for like 15 minutes. Right. And it was like the most Canadian thing they've ever heard in their entire <laughs> life. And but like but they don't have like this shit. Like and and I like that this is like what separates us. Like and then like Lou will make fun of me. He was like, Oh, you're nuttier than a Tim Hortons maple log there, bud. Oh, let's go to Tim Hortons and get a double double yuck. Like he kind of sounds like if uh, the Duke was trying to do a Canadian, it sounded accent. like you were doing Yogi Bear a little bit. Yeah, oh, you're gonna eat a Tim Hortons walnut roll, you know, like that kind of voice. But um, okay, is it my turn to rant a little mm-hmm. bit about this? Because this is a rant of passion and empathy. So, oh, you're right. Mine wasn't that passionate. It was pretty passionate, and but mine is also like empathetic because of what I witnessed. So, I took uh, Jean to the cross cancer because she had to have her like four month checkup for cancer. Right. So we're sitting in the waiting room and just two seats over from me is this 80 year old lady who has cancer and she's there waiting for her scan as well. Mm-hmm. She takes her fucking lid off of her Tim Hortons coffee cup. And she's like, I've noticed when she'd already been rolling it up to look for this fucking roll. And there is no like, I'm like, Hey, like there's no roll up now. Just so you know, like it's on the app. And she's like, what? There's like, there's an app I have to have on my phone for it. Like what? And as she, she fucking spills the coffee, like a large coffee. So she's there for like, not a happy reason. Mm-hmm. She fucking just wants that little bit of payoff. Like I'm going to roll up my rim and see if I want a coffee or see if I, they fucking took that away from so many seniors who are not adept with their phones, but have been doing this their entire fucking lives since this existed they don't understand that you switch. They don't read the cup. They're not like aware enough to be in touch with technology. And not everybody has grandkids who are going to set this shit up for them and explain it to them. And mm-hmm. it just it pissed me off. And I was like, for fuck's sakes, like, God damn it. And then like a half an hour later, we're in another lineup to go in. Another fucking person is trying to roll up their goddamn rim. And I'm like, I am explaining to these people trying to be like an ambassador of good in the world to be like, Hey, like, they canceled it you have to have the app and like and then i just got i was just like this is fucking bullshit and it is what it is like they can do whatever the fuck they want but they don't realize like how many people are just lost and confused and how much money they save now because they're like oh we can cut out the olds we don't have to supply the olds with their roll-ups anymore <laughs> it's fucking psycho and I don't it's, that's, it. no that's fucking heartbreaking too because absolutely right like and you're alienating a whole bunch of people you are, like, you are. And like, and like how many people don't have smartphones still? A lot. You know what I mean? Unfortunately. And no, there's, yeah, it's an issue. Um, another thing too that I know that, so like I was going to rant about also how if you 
scan if you're the one buying the coffee, you get all the rolls. So let's yeah. say you bought it. But uh, there is a thing that you, you can, can transfer the rolls now. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. Uh, just bring it just, back the uh, fucking uh, roll up. Like, give us a system yeah. where we wasn't broken. I get that it was during COVID, but you could have just shown it. You but didn't also, have like, to give it to them. But also, uh, like, if and if you're worried about like germ transfer, then have a garbage strictly for the fucking cups, right by the cash. Show it to them. And then have that person throw it up themselves. You know what's it's, crazy it's all, yeah. about this too? There's like, so the Tim's card or the Tim's app, there's a QR code you can scan. So mm-hmm. you don't touch them. They don't touch you. Couldn't underneath the roll up, you have a little QR code as next to the fucking you win so that you can scan it yourself at the fucking self-scan shit that's actually at the till already anyways. Yeah. Uh, there's We're given there's all a- kinds of solutions here, Tim. So just fucking... Hopefully the executive listens to this every week and he's going to hear this and be like, I'm going to fix it, boys. But yeah, no, but like Tim, you're, you're alienating old people. Yeah. They're your biggest customer base for fuck's sakes. No. Yeah. The the amount of like older generations that just chill at a Tim Hortons. Oh yeah. For like at least the morning. I'd love to like have a Tim Hortons employee on to be like, they keep yelling at me. It's not my fault that the rims don't roll anymore. Well, like, you can't just have, like, a Tim's employee. We'd have to have a Tim's exec going, like, where do you fucking get off? No, I just, I, that for us berating them, but I'm just saying the employee themselves who has to have to deal with the olds who come yeah. back up to the counter and go, I rolled up this whole fucking thing and there's no thing. And they're like, actually, sir, it's on the app. Now, what's the app? And then they're, like, stuck trying to explain it to these mm-hmm. older no, yeah. people. Oh, it must be a giant pain in the ass for them. And it sucks. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, it's a fucking mess. Yeah. So, no, as, as we said way back when, when we had the, like, last year when we were talking about roll up the rim season, fucking bring it back to the old way. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I get that there's perks about it. And, yes, you have an app that you want to fucking make it whatever. But you took away win streaks. Old people don't have it. And, like... There's a lot of improvements that can be made here. Come on, just be better, Tim Hortons. Be better. Quick question, too. This is a fucked up one to me. Have you gotten the paper lids yet there? Paper lids? I'm not fucking with you. Have you gotten the paper lids yet? No. I'm sorry for breaking this to you, but it's the world we live in now, Thomas. For fuck's sake. I just got used to these fucking lids. Dude. Paper lids. That's all. <laughs> they used they used to have the perfect lid. Yeah, they had the flip-ups. They were nice. Good. Now, just wait, bro. Just wait till you get the paper lids. Yeah, I know. Whoever hasn't experienced it yet, it's like, as bad as you think it is, it's maybe worse than that like i get that we're just complaining about a local comment or like coffee shop like essentially that's what we're doing it but like our lives we're canadians it's tim hortons eh? this is a very serious matter just and then you know, i start realizing that like certain donuts or timbits don't get carried oh like, buddy no no what i haven't seen in the longest time What's is that? like the jelly filled donut 
Yeah, you don't see those often anymore. Raspberry, and then, they had a or, whole assortment. Or, or do you remember like the cherry Timbits? Yeah, those were interesting. Those were good the, little guys. Had, Yeah, I haven't seen that. I It just hit me the other day that I long hadn't John, seen that anymore. The all-time favorite, the Long John, is now dead. I yeah. don't know why. What happened to Long Johns? They're just gone. Strawberry tarts. Yeah. Remember the strawberry tarts? I do, actually. Yeah, those are long fucking gone. And lemon those, tarts, too. Yeah, those things were fucking delicious. Yeah, there's some serious shit going on. I don't know. Like, I've heard that people talk about um, when the Hadron Collider, collider um, when it was spinning and we, like, crashed an atom into each other, that all the multiverses split into each other. That's what we're living through now, why sh- fucked up shit keeps happening in the world. And that could very like, this lends to that theory. Where the fuck did the... We're not from this universe where these fucking tarts don't exist anymore. Like, we want our... <sighs> Sorry for that meltdown. It's just frustrating. I just, like... I don't know, man. Like, you were awesome. Like, you used to be so fucking awesome. And then... Yeah. And then you dropped off. Like, the quality of coffee went down because they got... Because McDonald's ended up buying from yeah. their original... Something like so, that, yeah. It's that whole fucking thing. And then... It's just one and, thing after another. And then you're... Your, 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 the stuff that you do have, and then you decided you want to be like a lunchtime restaurant, which fine, but like keep it fucking simple. And yeah. then, like, the eggs was a big one for me. They changed the egg and it ruined the breakfast sandwiches, too. I just don't understand what's going on there. And it's not, none of this is out of hate. We just want it to be better. Yeah, just be a little bit better. Back to the way it was. But, anywho. Yeah, carrying on. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, I, 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 I could shit on Tim Hortons for like another little while. And I know what the worst part is, Sean, is that it's not going to stop either one of us from going. No, well, it's we not. still do it out of convenience. Let's for prepare. one, the only there's two coffee shops in the fucking airport that I work in. One's Tim's, the other one's like a, it's called in flight or whatever it's called or doesn't do it, eh? Well, no, it's just, like, it's a Starbucks, essentially. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to take my fucking points, and I'm going to cash in my free coffee, and I'm going to chill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I hear you. It's fiscally irresponsible to not go to Tim Hortons if I need a cup of coffee. Yeah, I get that. Or what I should be doing is every single time, because there's a Keurig in the staff room. No one I wants just, to live like that. I can just bring my own Keurig cups. Yeah, that's psycho. No, don't do that. Just fucking like go to Tim's and eat it. But it's like it's like the it's like the guy that brushes his teeth at work. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we all have one of those. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. However, like you know, you know who you are. Taking care of your teeth, fucking yeah. psychopath. You think you're fucking better than us. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I brought my coffee from home. Yeah, on my way here, I did. So. uh... Now that we're done this 45-minute rant about Tim Hortons, you watch any interesting TV in the last little while? Uh, what would you like to talk about first? The most Just recent Picard. episode of Picard or the What's finale of Shrinking? What's that, sorry? Or the finale of Shrinking. I haven't watched that yet. I have one episode to go. Okay. Is it good? Is it good? I don't even want to look at you. I can't even see you. It's good? I like it. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah, let's talk Picard. So happy. Holy also, fuck. also, why is Jordy being a dick? 
he's just trying to be the dad, you know. I, 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 that's what I love about the characters. Even when I disagree with what they're doing, I still understand, understand. why they're doing it. They have a point. Commodore fucking Mr. Jordy LaForge is doing what he thinks is right. And he's a little bit like, he's playing it safe now. He doesn't want to live wildly. And he always did kind of play it safe. He was a good engineer. He was a chief engineer, but he always kind of played it safe. And other people would kind of run a little wild on him. And he, he'd always play it safe a little, right? But Can I ask you this? Does it bother you that Worf is being way too formal with everybody? No, that's how he is. He's not going to be like, I love you. Oh, no, no, no. But like... He would address Jordy as Jordy on the fucking Enterprise, right? And then there were times, yeah, there were times on the Enterprise he would call uh, Commander Riker Will. It did happen. It wasn't all the time. No, he's a pretty official kind of guy. He's like a respect and like duty type guy, and like I respect that about him too. In intimate settings, he might say that, and that's they kind of bust his balls. You know, I'm sure about it, but. Yeah, it doesn't bother me, no. Now, I don't... Tell me how you feel about the misdirect that Moriarty was. I like it. It was kind of fucking fun. And you didn't... That's what I love, like, keep me guessing. I hate it when trailers tell me everything. I was okay. It was like a perfect kind of cameo of, like, relation to it all. I love The Crow, even. Like, I love that episode with, with Data and stuff. And, like, the way that they were just giving us pieces of a psyche that was something that they knew and trying to pull from. It was fucking cool. I thought it was like a great way to incorporate Moriarty without taking it in like that whole direction. Right. I didn't expect Vatic or whatever was going to be a changeling. I was like, and that like the scars, the red marks are from that disease. I thought that was pretty fucking interesting too. Like I, I don't know what direction they're taking me and it's exciting. I don't know where they're going either, but I was kind of like, yeah, I was kind of hoping like Moriarty to be like the main villain. You know, I what can't I mean? believe the bomb they dropped too. That like uh, that Will Riker passed away, and Thomas Riker is the one that's act that we're actually seeing too. That they like kind of like the love that he had for Deanna is evidence now. I didn't see that coming. I was like, what the fuck? It was an interesting little quick little throwaway that they threw out there to put in our heads of like, fuck, maybe that's not Will Riker, maybe that's Thomas Riker, which makes sense why he's got with Deanna. Because if you watch that episode back, he fucking was the one who was like, I'm not done with Deanna. I love her with everything I am. And it was interesting. Did I miss this? I'm just fucking with you. There was nothing. But I, it's a theory. It's a fan theory. I fucking hate you. I was just like, when the fuck did this happen? <laughs> no, but I was, I rewatched that episode recently, though, and, like, the way that he loved Deanna and shit, I'm like, huh, maybe that's not fucking Will. Maybe that's fucking Thomas. I'm curious. I bet there, there could be something there. And, like, the, the changelings, you know, there's a connection there with him being in a Cardassian camp because they took over Cardassia what a tool it would be to like intertwine with the Federation and get some like, there's a story there. I'm not, yes, yeah. No yeah cause, ignoring cause Thomas Riker ends up being arrested by Cardassians, right? Yes. He joins the Maquis. Yes. And shortly yeah. after they become part of the dominion. So there's something there. I'm telling you, there's something fucking there for sure. Yeah. I, one thing I've known about all my theories about where this show is going is I've been wrong. So um, I, I could talk to you about fun theories and all I want, all, all we want. But right now, I'm just, I just want to sit in the fucking roller coaster and take the ride. It's so like, good. 
It's, the idea it's that there's like lore, data, and before all in this new synthetic android. See, I, I also like I like and hate that. Yeah. So I like that they have they captured lore, they captured like this, and then they tried to create recreate data in in a way that he could grow old and all this stuff, and like really humanize him. But then they pulled from before data and and um, and lore. So he has all three heads, and then like you have those like when you have the moment where you go like I'm Lore from the trailer, like oh fuck, is Lore trying to get it with the fucking uh, changelings now because he teamed up with the Borg? Yeah, right. It would make sense. He and the Crystal Entity, he'd be in bed with the evil. <laughs> yeah, and then you're just like, oh, I'm so fucking down, and like, and then you see that like the parts of him like when he that moment where he goes, Shorty. I went, I was, oh, it was perfect. The acting of Brent Spiner being able to play the three roles in the same bot, like, hats off to him, fuck. It's so, like, they're just giving it all to us in so many different ways that we never expected or never thought we would need it. I have said this for a while, like, the cast of TNG, like, they get a, a lot of them get a lot of voice acting work. Yeah. And it's because those fuckers have range. They're stellar. Yeah, and they have like very dominant and proud voices, but like they have range. Like, uh, uh, like Brent Spiner has played the Joker before. I'm not sure if you know this. But no, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he's voiced the Joker, and he does a great job at it. I think he does it in um, Young Justice. But did I but tell you the, my Brent Spiner story? How I kind of like ran away. Uh, I think you have, but let's go back to it in a second. Uh, I just, uh, I, I just like the, this cast of the, this group of people, some of the, like the finest actors. And that's what bums me out is that you'll never see them at like an award show or a guy like Doug Jones winning an award for Saru. No, it's not it, their forte. They're not yeah. those people, unfortunately, even though they should only be those people. Yeah. <laughs> Science and then, fiction that, that never gets the love it deserves with these things. And that's like, I, and like, this is a conversation I keep having with people. It's hard to have a conversation. I was just trying to talk to Josh about this, but because he listens to the podcast, he knows all my opinions already. Makes sense. <laughs> so it's hard to like, yeah, no, I'm just thinking, yeah, I heard it last week on your episode. All right, well, fuck. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I just like, it, it's unfortunate to me. Like you see that scene and you go like, he fucking stole the scene in three words. Yeah. That's amazing. And oh, no yeah. one else, no one else can do something like that. No, it's it's constantly brilliant, and that's what it's just. I've say it all the time. I'm so fucking happy that we're getting this, and it's just so good. And like the twist too. Now that like what they stole, what we've been waiting to find out what they stole, and you're just like, what the fuck P- does that mean? Like what? Picard's body? Yeah. Fucking nuts. So yeah. I think they're gonna try and copy Picard's body and try and infiltrate. Uh, what, what's the holiday that's coming up? Um, Frontier Day. Yeah, Frontier Day. I yeah. I just I don't even know. I don't I I, I don't and even know. Like the lacutus like aspect of it all too, and like I just don't know. I just don't know. I'm just I'm stoked. Like I am. Fucking... How fucked would it be if they use like a regeneration board technology and lacutus comes back to face off against like them the lacutus versus picard yeah 
Could you imagine? I can imagine, and I don't know what the fuck, how to feel about it, to be honest. like, And, like, we're so close to the end, right? Maybe that's why they want Jack so bad, too, because they need something from him to activate with Judas. Yeah, but, like, what's that? Okay, can you explain to me, what's the illness that Picard has that he gave to Jack that's causing uh, all of his... Something part? syndrome. Yeah. What about I, it? Well, like, how is it that Picard's still okay? He's a synthetic. It's not him. He's still, like, there's varying degrees of how much it can affect you. Like, if you rewatch the well, last episode of TNG when they really, like, get into talking about it, it's like it's just something that can affect you. It's like a memory d- deterioration thing that comes and goes. Okay. So it, it does happen in his future. Yeah, it was like they knew that he had it but they didn't know to what extent it was going to affect him and how much. So I think it varies from person to person, just based on what we saw and what we're learning that uh, like Picard as an old man, it was affecting him like his memory loss. And he'd be like, I was just talking to George, like, but they didn't really touch. They only touched on it in the very last episode of uh, the series TNG. But also that was a future that didn't happen. Correct. Yeah. So like, that's the other thing that kind of bothered they knew like, cause they did the blood tests on him. Cause he said, that's how they kind of confirmed that it was like something going on with Q because when he said he had it to Beverly, then she checked him in the present time at that time. And he did have the signs to develop it eventually potentially. And so mm-hmm. it was kind of confusing and then throwing Jack into it. You're just like, Oh, okay. That's interesting. If he's okay. his son, that makes sense that he could have the markers as well, but it's affecting him at a much younger age than it would have affected Picard in any way, which sometimes happens when you hereditarily pass something on to your kids. Yeah. So I wonder what it's doing to him. Cause there's like, like he's just walking around one minute, Jack Crusher, and then next fucking scene he's John wick. That's so what's like, weird about it too. Is like, there has to be something a little bit more because why does he have superhuman strength? He just fucked up four changelings. What? You don't a human, a regular human. That's not happening. Sorry. Like yeah. you're not going to punch a changeling and you know, like it just doesn't work. So unless they're like wanting us to just stand well, on that branch, maybe, but well, here's, here's where I think it makes sense. Is because the the changelings are changing in the sense that like they have human organs and it's only if you take it out then so I, I think guess, that yeah. okay. the now the new transformation makes them more human than they Less were changeling. before. Yeah, I can yeah. I can lend myself to that theory. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. So like that's that's my theory on that. Um, but yeah, no, uh, this show's been unbelievable. Every Thursday, I just look forward to this so much, and it's so much fun just watching it and like. It felt like a six-hour episode this past one because so much happened, and you're just like, and then it ends, and you're just like, oh, like Crystal turned to me, and she's like, I hate this show, and <laughs> she hates it because it the episodes end because you're just like, I I just want it all now, like make this every episode twelve hours, I'll watch it, I won't even know twelve hours passed, I'll just sit there like, ah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, man, it's I can't believe we're getting it. Yeah, exactly. And it's just so good, like, seeing these characters reprising their roles, too. They they love it, too. Like, good for them to have these moments and, like, meeting up at cons is one thing, but getting back into, like, making something again together must be so much fun. It's like a band reuniting and putting out a, another hit song, you know? Mm-hmm. It, what, what I like about it, too, is that I, I, 
because you know the stories that happened at the beginning of Star Trek TNG where like Picard wasn't happy to be there or he treated it like a job. It wasn't yeah. like and the rest of them were having fun. And then by like the third season, he actually really started to come around. And it's just so nice to see how much he actually loves the character to not only to give us this. And but to, to know what the in... character did for him too. All the yeah. joy that like Star Trek fans have given to him because of his role. It's like a grandfather, like a, a dad who had a kid and he, he didn't want a kid at the time, but then he had a kid and just like accepted the role, then mm-hmm. raised this kid. And then the kids having kids. And now he's being a grandpa being like, I, I'm so happy that this turned out the way it did. I didn't think it was going to be this way at the beginning, but now I get to like enjoy the fruits of everything that my life has been. And that's the best analogy I can put behind it. Also, I liked it when Worf like took a shot at Picard's wine. At Picard. Yeah, that was pretty, it's very tart or something that, like that. Uh, that sour mead. Yeah. Sour, sour mead. Right. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, he's talking Shadow Picard. Goes, I didn't hear yeah. him say that. I, I, Crystal laughed, and I was like, "What? What did he say? I didn't catch that." And she said, "And I was like, oh, fuck, that's so good.'" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, ah." When you're talking blood wine to that wine. He's like, mm, "No, that was pretty fucking good." Yeah. Yeah, yeah like it's great yeah. things, bro. Yeah, and I like how no one, like, no one seems to like Chateau Picard either. Like, you know, like, he brought a bottle to Shaw, and Shaw was like, I'm more of a Malbec man. That was pretty funny, too. Which was like, uh, I hated him and liked him in that moment, because I, too, am a Malbec man. I love a good Malbec. Very classic. Yeah, well, it's like it's like a, like a an Argentinian wine. It's a little bit drier. It comes in, and there's a little bit of extra spices to it. I'm I don't not know sure. my wines, but... Yeah. Well, if you get a chance, uh, if you're ever buying, like, a red wine, try out Alamos. That's my recommendation. Send for, me a uh, link. I will check it out. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're wanting to try red wines. But this show's fucking awesome. Fuck yeah. In every direction, in every way. It's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I never expected I'd get this. And so now that I am, I don't care what direction they take me. I'm just along for the ride. And I'm enjoying the stories as it goes to, like, it's fucking good. It's good programming. Yeah. It's fucking great. Do you think we'll get a brother scene between Wesley and Jack? I don't know. I I hope so. It would be fun if we did. Yeah. I would, but at the same time, Wesley came for the last one, so that's hard to say. Yeah, but like to say goodbye, like I wouldn't even like I wouldn't even be mad if like somehow Tasha Yar showed up. I think that it would be interesting too if at the climax of the series as Picard is starting to fade, Dodge and uh, Wesley come in to take him away. Ooh, that is a fucking great idea. And like, it could uh, be like, that could be the with Jack, because Jack's there with Picard. Like, I never got to know my, know my father, and now I'm losing him. And then Wesley comes in, and he puts his hand on Jack's shoulder, and he's like, don't worry, brother, I got this. And then it fades into blackness, and that's all we get. That's a strong ending. Right, a very strong ending. I got a little bit of a goosebump there as I said that. I could see that's it a that's a very strong ending. I I would <laughs> like that. I but like also like because every other character like I didn't see Rolaren coming back. No, Did I didn't expect that at all. And then the episode that they gave us with that was just so good. 
And so, like, I Everything. feel... Everything. Moriarty, too, was like, I didn't know how, when, why. We were like, he's going to be the villain. And then it's just like a tiny little, like, hey, remember this guy? Here you go. Okay, moving along. Love it. And I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. you made, like, you made us think things, and then you took it away. But at the same time, like, you didn't make that promise. You just made no. us think a thing. Exactly. Then you make us think like Lore's the bad guy behind everything, and nope. And yeah. I'm like, I'm still fucking dealing with the fact that the changelings are back. Like, I'm yeah. just like, ah. And, and like, I kinda... the way that they're representing them, the way they move, and the, like the technology is improved and CGI and the things we see now, it's just like, fuck, that's cool. Like, yeah. good stuff. And like they're brought back like classic Star Trek villains. I'm just sad. Like, oh no! Like Rene Aubergine passed away, and he can't come and like fucking drop the hammer on these fucks. That's what, the only thing that makes me a little bit that that breaks my heart too. Because he would be a nice piece to tie this all together. But you know, or, who can come back and drop the hammer. Cisco. The Cisco. Yeah. Hard to say. Hard to say. I, I would love to see him come back. I, like, he too could be a part of this. Like, you know, like... We don't know. We just don't know. Like, Admiral Janeway shows up with in the wormhole to fucking ask Cisco for help. It's just like a side episode that they... Th- we don't fucking know, man. I just... I, I'm on the board for any name drop. Anything they want to give me, I'm going to take it. Because I can't... It's just so good. So good. Yeah. Um. So I got to tell you... I'm on season nine of Stargate. Big changes, hey? How you feeling? Well, it, it reminds me a lot, like... It reminds me a lot with, like, what Worf had to go through with the Klingon Council. What Tilk's going through with the fucking Jaffa Council. And it's just like, alright, like I've seen this before, and... Alright, we're gonna... Let's do it. Yeah, season nine starts off super fucking dark. Yeah, right. And also, how how are uh, uh, O'Neill and uh, Mitchell? Uh, no, O'Neill and um, what's her name? Valamal Carter. No, oh, Sa- Samantha Carter. Not together. Right. Like. You gave me a whole fucking thing. She doesn't marry that guy because she fucking knows he loves. She he loves. I wanted him. it so bad, even though and, and, I didn't want it. And, and it's like I, they don't give it to us, and that's okay too, because that's life. Sometimes but, it's just not meant to be, even though but, it should be, and we all want it. It does. Sometimes they don't see that for the character, and that's how it is. But like, I wish. Trust me. Why are you putting it in my head? To not give it to me. I don't know. I know. I get it. And what's what's O'Neill's role now? I don't know. Like, not a lot. He's still the general. He's around. He's You don't get much more, to be mm-hmm. honest. He was leaving the show at that time, so. Yeah, but he periodically comes back. Like, yeah. So, like, he was just like, I'm kind of old and done. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I'll, I'll come back if the story's all right, but, like. Yeah, he's just kind of let. He passed the torch. Eight was it for him, and then that was that. Does he come back more times? Not really. If he does, it's very minimal. I don't. I have the exact catalog memorized in my head right now, but I, there's very minimal impact from him for the rest of the show. Yeah, um, which is hard. It's a hard pill to swallow because it is like a, almost like a recast, right? But I like yeah. the direction they go with a lot of it, and 
Um, I don't know where you're at, so I can't really say as to what's to come, but I can tell you that it's well, nine and 10 are a lot of people's favorite seasons. Ball's still alive, apparently, and cloning himself. Yeah. And running a business on Earth. Nice. And it, I like what I sound like spelled it out like that. It sounds so dumb, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also funny. I was so entertained by it, though. Yeah, it's and good. then we also got the the priors with the Ori and excellent, yeah, and like interesting and weird. Yeah, but also like like they have to keep going with like we're the true gods. Like I'm kind of done with. No, we're gods. No, we're the gods. Yeah, it's no. a good crack at the religion of Earth, though. You know, like mm-hmm. in how we've passed through the ages of like, this is the god. No, this is the god. No, Christianity's the god. No, Muslims the god. And like, it's a fun play on like debunking all gods. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. And then like, you can't know the past of the Ori because it would counter fucking do the message that they're sending now, but. But they're clearly not the guy. And, like, I want to know where they get their power from. So is it strictly from that staff, or is it something that makes them pale or like, and blind? I don't You'll know. You'll get like, it all. You'll get yeah. it all. Don't worry. Yeah. So. It's interesting as fuck. I'll say that. that. That's where I am. Like, I can't. I don't have. I can uh, my... spoil it for you and tell you, like, who they are and where they originate from. But it's no, it's, a, it's okay. Well, like, they're part of the ancient ones. So they're the ones that stayed. Or is that different? No, that's pretty well part yeah. of it. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I'm into it. I'm there. I'm almost there. And then I got to get through season 10 and I got to watch the two movies. And then I'll start Atlantis. Yeah. And then and then I'm all out on Lights, Camera, Rant again to talk about it with Lee. Nice. Well, I want uh, but... for that episode. If, they'll ha- if, he, if he could do a three-way, I would love to be part of that. Come on up. Absolutely. Yeah, make it so. Yeah. It, it, hold on a second, though. It's either going to be because he's in Australia. Yeah. So just know that you're either going to have to wake up stupidly early, or you have to wake up or go to bed yeah, really late. late. Yeah. I'm There's fine with no. That. All right, because I just know, I just know one of us isn't really a morning person. Yeah, for sure. It'll make it that much more entertaining. You're just going to be there going like. Yeah, well, you guys are fucking dumb. <laughs> no, I like talking about Stargate. I, I should refresh yeah. and watch the season nine and ten just to be have it in my mind. Well, you know what else? But, but you know so what good. he's do? You know what he's doing right now, eh? He's watching Star Trek oh, TNG from the beginning. Because I told him, like, listen, I'll finish this up. And our trade was fucking dumb. Where I'm watching ten seasons of a show, and you watch two one mo- fucking movie. Yeah, you I- watch one fucking movie. So he's like, yeah, you're right. All right, I'll get on the TNG train. I'm like, fucking right you are. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Before we end, I know it's coming soon, but happy birthday, William Shatner, 92. Motherfucker's still acting and doing shit every day. I just, just passed. Huh? Just passed. Yeah, I can't believe it, 92. It's fucking I know, you said it's coming soon. It just passed. That's what I said. No, no, it wasn't. I don't know what the fuck I said. No, you the end I, was coming soon. The end of the episode was coming soon. Oh. Uh, before we end, I know it's coming soon. Okay, I thought you said, before we get to the I end. I was confused. I was like, I didn't fucking say that. And then I, uh, yeah, I, I had to listen uh, back. To I thought you said, I know no. that we're coming to the end. Period. No. 
I know it's coming soon, but happy birthday, William Shatner. Those commas and periods are so important sometimes in what the fuck we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. And there's no way to make them fucking visible. You need to like learn your pauses. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Anywho, um, I think that's yeah. wrapped for. Yeah. Happy birthday to the Shat man. Mon- Pride of Montreal. Indeed. Well, you know that he was raised in Montreal, right? I do know that, yes. Fucking A. Right on, brother. Do you, well, do you think episode. he'll... Hold on. Real quick question about the Shatner. Do you think he'll ever take off the toupee or what? There's no toupee. That's all real, bro. There's no way it's a toupee. It's 100% his hair. That's all what I've heard. I don't believe it. That's all what I've heard. It looks good. If it's a toupee, best toupee I've seen. Well, he is in Hollywood. If anyone's going to make him a fucking toupee... I'm pretty sure it's real. It's, the it's thin and maybe at different times too. So that's well, and I met him in person. I've been in this man's presence, and I looked closely at his hair, and it looked fucking real. All right, just All saying. Right. There's a lot of head tilts going on with smug looks right now, so our fans know. But <laughs> I would never judge a man on that. No, but That's I was just what I, much bullshit. I do, and I did that at work this week because a guy I work with has a toupee, and I kept saying things in the office like "hair, let me help with that," and he didn't get it, but everybody else did, and there was like they were like after the fucking twenty fifth same pun like I do to you, they were like Sean, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I when when I came back to work after the pandemic, and I came back to work. There was a lead who worked in the background. I mean, he had been there for a couple years. Like, Spoiler and, alert. He has a toupee. Sean has to go, so we have to wrap up. I feel like this is going to be a long story. Is that no, but, Well, kind of, but like, he was like clearly bald yeah. when I left him. And but he, he when he came hair. back, he has a full fucking head of hair. Yeah. Don't shame me so, It's oh, hard. You just did. <laughs> Fuck um, you. On that note. My name is Sean Size, and this has been one side of the story. Speeding up my fucking story. <laughs> Fuck you. I have to pee. I have to fucking pee, Tom. <laughs> well, this has been Tom Sides, and this is the, the other side of the story. Happy flushing, everyone. <laughs> have a great week. Have a great week. Two sides of the story. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.